Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop, the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show, and I want to invite you to my first ever public book signing. I'll be doing a special reading, question and answer session, and a signing of my new book, Little Victories, A Tale of Divorce, Debauchery, and Finding Happiness, on Thursday, March 20th at Visible Voice Books, located at 1023 Kenilworth Road, Cleveland, Ohio, 44113. I'll have a limited supply of Little Victories on hand to sign. I'll be reading selections from Little Victories, as well as telling stories and reading some material that was left out of Little Victories. I'll end with a Q&A session that will be a no-holds-barred affair. The signing will be from 7 to 9 p.m. at Visible Voice Books, 1023 Kenilworth Road, Cleveland, Ohio, 44113. Come out, have some fun, and be a part of a rare appearance from me, Chris Agan. That's a young band out of Phoenix, Arizona called Age of Evil. Remember having them on the show, Chris, a few years ago? Those kids were like 16 years old. Yeah, didn't they do a um, uh, Skid Row cover yeah, they too? Did, they did Slave to the Grind as well. Right, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, so they're they're at least in their 20s now. Yeah, so that means they're probably, what, broken up on meth? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I guess their parents were real, at least their dad, I remember, was, like, real supportive of them. And they, you know, they, they were a good, you know, they put that little EP out. I don't even know if they're around anymore. They're called Age of Evil. Yeah, look, I don't know. I'm, I am I remember them. Yeah, like, they were. they had Chipster work in them. Yes, they just a young band. They put out the six song EP, four covers and two, uh, you know, originals. Right. Let's see what they got here. Age of Evil. Download our new album available on iTunes. Yeah, it looks like they have an album or two. Oh, nice. Yeah. Download our iOS app from the App Store. Well, these guys are happening. Yeah, look at them. They have something from 2012 with. Um, can I download it? Or is it going to take me? That's going to make me go to fucking iTunes. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, 2012 called AOE, and they've got the a- Get Dead EP, which is the one you have. Right. AOE is Age of Evil. Right. And then they've got Living a Sick Dream from 2007. Hmm. That's their albums. Yeah. Just, yeah. just young guys that were out there just rocking it. Yeah. Looks like they're still doing it, though. Well, that's good. So good for them. Excellent. 
All right. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were kind of discussing some of the worst albums that we've uh, reviewed here on the Classic Metal Show and, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that have made, you know, the notorious list. Right. Was obviously George Lynch, Lynch Biscuit and uh, Gene Simmons' Asshole and uh, Scorpions Eye to Eye and Brett Michaels Jamming with Friends. And, you know, there's there's just you know, a handful of albums out there that just are what we consider unlistenable. Right. Sure. And, um, so we asked our, our friends and fans to, uh, think about, you know, five of their top records that, uh, they thought was horrible or, you know, that is unlistenable. Okay. And we, we received a few emails from different people, um, you know, who, who have contributed to this list. And uh, let me pull the let me pull the email up here real quick. All right. So I thought I'd start out with uh, one of your favorite people of all time. Okay, who? Mark Nero. Oh Jesus! By the way, did you see this fucking douche knockers fucking posts? Like five of them this week. Yeah, I did. What is wrong with this guy? Uh, he says, uh, Chris. Bill Peters mentioned you as a donator to the station last night. Thanks for keeping WJCU alive. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, do I need fucking praise because I threw a couple of bucks toward a cause that I throw a couple of bucks to every year? Right. <laughs> I and you know that, dude. I mean, you don't need praise. You know, I believe me. I appreciate that Bill said said that, but okay. Whatever. It's something I I think is important. I, I mean, I didn't make a big deal about it on the show, I don't think. Did I? I don't even think I mentioned it. I wasn't aware of it until I saw the post over there. Yeah, I threw them. I don't even know how much I threw them. 10, 20 bucks, something yeah, like that. No, it wasn't like it was like fucking hundreds. Yeah, who are you, Eddie Trunk? Yeah. <laughs> draw, like draw, drawing, drawing attention to yourself for all your good works in the rock and roll world? Yeah, whatever. You know, it's like, you know, the station is a good cause. I appreciate the fact that they play metal. It's about the only metal station in your show in in Cleveland that's worth the fuck. So I threw a couple bucks to it. Praise me. <laughs> then, you're, then your pal over there, uh, you threw up the link for the Streets of Rock and Roll that you uh, filled in for Ron Keel. Yeah. Mark Nero. Great show, Chris. Thanks, Mark. Douche. He's swinging your nuts, man. I guess. Well, swinging you know. on your nuts. Feel free to pick somebody else's nuts to swing on. You're never going to get me to say you're fucking cool, you fucking freaky retard. Um, when uh, there was a Spreaker post over there of Tom from Scotland. Yeah. Tom still rules. All right. Well, we can live with that one. All right. So anyway, it goes on and on. But anyway, uh, Mark contributed five of his worst albums. Okay. Uh, here's my top five worst you requested. All right, Mark. Number one, Def Leppard slang. Wow, really? Okay. Number two, Lillian Axe, Days Before Tomorrow. Can't even say I've ever listened to that. Wow. Have you listened to that? Uh, I have it. I I don't even know it. Let Let me see here. Let me look at the music list here. Uh, Lillian Axe. Or Tomorrow. Isn't it? Is that that's Steve Blaze's band, right? That is correct. 
I would have thought it would have been some of the newer ones that people would hate with like the various different because hasn't he changed singers like two or three times? Uh, two. Yeah. Yeah, it's called uh, The Days Before Tomorrow. Okay. Let me play a song. Yeah, let's hear a little bit of that. too repetitive are, are you playing that over there i'm not playing it no oh it keeps bouncing. No, you, you need to turn whatever's that computer feeds to me down a little bit okay because it's like blowing me out oh really yeah all right just a little bit well, but uh, there's not that can't even qualify as worst of all time it doesn't sound awful to me that riff sounded fucking good to me sure I like that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go and listen to that album. That sounded pretty decent. Right. I didn't like the vocal a lot, but worst of all time, that or Brett Michaels, not even in the same category. Let me just grab one more song just at random. Okay. And we'll see what you think. Not terrible. I mean, the vocal's not very good. No, but, the vocal uh, wasn't that great. Yeah, I, I can live with that, I guess. So that's the Lillian Axe. Yeah, I mean, is it is it you know a superstar album of all time? No, no, but it's certainly not 
fucking Lulu. Right. <laughs> All right. His next one is Don Doc and Solitary. I, 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 well, it's him, so he's a retard. Right. But but I can get that because people wanted a fucking rocking album. Yeah, they wanted a docking record. Right, and it's not. It's definitely a fucking easy listening record. Sure. And and I love that. I play that one all the time. I I like the song Sarah. I like the Meadow song. Mm-hmm. There's some good ones there. Sure. Uh, Brett Michaels custom built. That's pretty poor. That one is pretty goddamn poor. And uh, Scorpions Eye to Eye, which, of course, we, we've we made fun of before. Yeah, we definitely have. <laughs> All right, here's his useless fact that is going to drive you nuts. All right, great. Last week's Metal Madman show chat was 49 straight, full chat room with at least 40 in the room. Wow. That's fantastic. And? <laughs> That's something. Good for the madman. And there were at least five X CMS listeners in the Metal Madman chat, and I asked if they listen to the CMS and they won't listen anymore. But me, I still listen like the funny stuff, the interviews, and the news music news too. Hail and kill, fuck you, pal, and your pick of hand job or blow job, your friend, Mark Nero. It's funny. So there there's some X That's funny that there's five listen anymore well some uh, i don't know maybe they maybe they're just the music people you know well and that's probably it or find us offensive or whatever and that's all good yep all right our next uh contributor is our good friend daryl keck of course uh daryl wrote the the book music generation right and he submitted his five okay uh hi neely and chris here is my list mine go back to the 90s a decade with some very shitty records rat okay collage total waste of vinyl pretty bad total waste of vinyl xyz how in the hell did they get signed wow really that's what he says mr big every album is just horrible Lots of talent, uninspiring songwriting. So uh, basically every Mr. Big record, Daryl hates. Then uh, we've got uh, Tangier, Four Winds, which I just happened to have uh, right here. Um, he didn't like the album Four Winds. Almost like Southern Rock posing as hard rock. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some... Uh, some of this Tangier and um, see how bad it is. So let's check this out. This is Tangier from the Four Winds release.
right? So that's uh, that's Tangier from the Four Winds release. Okay. And um. All right. <laughs> Again, don't don't love it, but worst ever. I don't know. Well, according to Daryl, he doesn't like it. That's fine. Let's play a little more of another song here. Okay. problem with that at all i don't know so derek derek doesn't like it uh daryl says it's uh, almost like southern rock posing as hard rock yeah it, it, you know it's third tier it's definitely third tier um hair metal and maybe that's what daryl doesn't like is daryl doesn't like hair metal anyway that's, so that's I, I guess i see it but worst ever no and then his uh, last one here is number five, Warrant Belly to Belly. Doesn't like the Warrant stuff. So let's play a little bit of this Warrant Belly to Belly. Um, I was not a fan of Belly to Belly from Warrant either. So uh, let's let's see what they brought to the table. to go with uh daryl on that i not good that's uh warrant belly to belly let me play one more tune here we'll see uh what you guys think of this And 
there's the fucky effect. Yeah, um, that that album, that's belly to belly, not very good. No, so that made Daryl's top five. I, I, I agree with that one. Yeah, I can't listen to that at all. That's an unlistenable record to me. I do like the song AYM a little bit, but, and I do mean a very little bit, but right. just because I like the lyrics to it. But yeah, that album is pretty poor. Sure. And then as a, as a bonus. Yeah. He threw in Diamond Rex, Land of the Damned on Island Records. Yeah, I I already know this album, and I'll agree with him. Now this is a this is a quality pick right here, Diamond Rex. Yeah, fucking awful. I don't even think I have that one. <laughs> Let me see if we can't find that real quick. Amazon it. Amazon.com. Diamond Rex. Yeah, yeah. Diamond Rex. Which album, Land of the Damned? Yep. From 2004. Yeah, this is total dog shit. Here, I'll play a clip. Okay. This is all I need. That's quality, right? Top of the line. Want one more from them? Sure. All right. I'll give you your pick. You can have Rock Gun, Kick in Your Face, or Life and Death. Um, Let's go Kick in Your Face. All right. Here we go. Oh, come on. Go. All right. Yeah, that was a good pick from Daryl there. That album is terrible. It is, it is bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amanda Darer, D-A-R-E-R, uh-huh. off Facebook. Yep. Her uh, picks were okay. Queensryche, Dedicated to Chaos, Frequency Unknown. Oh, that's insane. Those are both great records. Mm-hmm. Celtic Frost. Cold Lake. Mm, I sort of like that album, but go ahead. Um, Metallica, Lou Reed, Lulu. Good call there. Okay. Any of those? No, definitely don't. Uh, let me see here. Is that all she had was three? Just those three. Okay. Uh, Barry Gilpin checks in. Worst albums of all time. Queensryche dedicated to chaos. Okay. I like Queensryche so much. I actually used to have a trireich in the back window of my car. So it pains me to say this may be the worst album I've ever heard by a band. I usually would like it's solid crap. It's so bad. It should say produced by Mark Nero on the back. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, let's see here. John Phillips checks in. Okay. Um, bag. Okay. Want to hear some of that? Yeah, sure. I have. I'm not going to play the one that we always play either. Now, is this oh, this is the band that was signed or produced by Gene Simmons? They are. This is on Gene Simmons' label. Right. We usually play that uh-uh-uh-uh song. Right. But I'm going to go with um, Ami Amore, I'm So Fucking Horny. How about that? Oh, boy. Let's check that out. Oh, here we go. I wish I could take you home show you my porno. Fantastic. <laughs> He's good, right? Now this is quite come on, this this legitimately could be don't you think this is in the same category? Well well, you know you know what it uh sounds like? What? It it's that that particular song sounds like a um like a uh, Bob Dylan knockoff song or something. Yeah, knocked way the fuck off. Right. Wow. That is just poor. <laughs> All right, John's uh, next pick is Aerosmith done with mirrors. Okay. Said he unlistenable worst album. Which I don't agree at all. I love that album. I absolutely love that album. Do you like that one or no? I know uh, a lot of people don't. That's okay. Love it. My fist your face, and that's for sure. That's a great tune. Right. Motley Crue, Generation Swine. We've covered that many times as accurate for all but one listener. And he says, that's right, Tim James. <laughs> <laughs> Judas Priest, ram it down. Hmm. He said, yep, I went there, Nostradamus Jim. Now, you know, everybody likes to beat up Turbo, but I honestly think ram it down is worse than Turbo. Ram It Down was just a fucking cheesy, cheesy album. Mm -hmm. Turbo, at least, you know, I know some of the songs were fucking cheesy, but, you know, but I like it. <laughs> I mean, that one is, like, listenable to me, and Ram It Down, I never listened to. Mm -hmm. Let's pull some Ram It Down up here. All right. Play a couple. Ram It just, Down. Let's, let's just play a couple of quick snippets. Okay.
See, that, dude, that one is okay. That song is okay. Blood Red Skies are okay, is okay. But my God, songs like Love Zone or Johnny Be Good, the cover of Johnny Be Good is fucking wretched. Mm-hmm. That is so unlistenably bad. And same with Love Zone. Love Zone's another shit song. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> hey, Mickey. That's about it. Yeah. Wow. lot of reverb and rob's vocals are really buried in that mix yeah and he's singing about hooking up with his dude for the night which just makes it tough right tough to live but play johnny be good that's the worst is so poor yeah that's a that's an odd pick for them to uh cover uh they did it for a movie didn't they yeah i think so it was for that uh that uh michael anthony hall movie okay i don't know where he was a football player okay i don't uh, remember i i i i could see it it was one of the movies that they spoofed on that not another teen movie Okay. It wasn't, wasn't the movie called Johnny Be Good or something? It was Michael Anthony Hall. He was like a high school football player that was like, you know, star star football player. I'm looking right here. Yeah. It was intended for the inclusion on the soundtrack for the 1988 movie Johnny Be Good. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It found its way onto the, the uh, Ram It Down as the album's first single. Oh. God damn, that's what they released it to represent this? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, this album was so bad that they fucking replaced the rapist with a drum machine for most of the album. Right. How bad is that? Dave Holland was replaced for a fucking drum machine. <laughs> Jesus. That is poor. Well, you learned something new today. I did. Wow. 
maybe that's why it was so poor. He was he was fucking full on raping kids instead of working on music. Sure. Jeez. Now the question is: Is could you listen to this or Brett Michaels jamming with friends? Oh, this hands down. Yeah. So so does this really one of the worst albums ever? Well, not in my personal taste taste realm, no. But um, I can see where people hate this, though. Yeah, but is it worst album like you know? George Lynch smoke this unlistenable. No, I have to admit though. I think, and this will probably surprise you. I think I would listen to Nostradamus both discs before this one. Wow. Oh, okay. I really don't like this, and and you know me, dude. Priest is one of my top five, but this is the one album. I th- this is the only album that I ever purchased. That I got home, played it, and literally was disgusted that I had spent money. <laughs> I literally bought it, and I was in the service, I believe, when this came out. And I, I, I waited forever because I knew it was coming out, and I waited forever for it to get to Korea. Mm-hmm. And when it got there, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, finally, some Judas Priest. I went back to, to my room in the barracks, and I put it in my CD player, and I was just like... What the fuck happened? <laughs> you know, I, I I was so disappointed with this fucking thing. And I don't think I played it again for probably, seriously, eight to ten years. Sure. I played it one time and then it fucking sat and never got played again. I was so disgusted with it. Right. And then, you know, obviously doing the shows, the various shows, I needed to play it here and there for whatever reasons. But, um, yeah, not a good record. Right. Hey, Alan Kilcaller, you're on the air. Was that the end of that list? No, there's one last one. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I got my own list. All right. Uh, well, well, if you want to hang on the phone, you can listen in. Because I, okay. got, I got one last one, and maybe you'd like to comment. And okay. I, and I got to agree with this one. This is his last one. John Phillips checking in via the Facebook. Okay. Van Halen 3 with Gary Sharon. Ah, poor. that's one of mine. <laughs> Pretty poor. So uh, that was... That was, uh, and I got to agree with that. I, I can't listen to that. You know, like Dirty Water Dog or whatever no, that's called? It's, yeah, Dirty Water Dug, D-U-G. Is it? Ugh, garbage. So that's his top five. Bag, Aerosmith, Done With Mirrors, Motley Crue, Generation Swine, Judas Priest, Ram It Down, Van Halen 3. Pretty good list. So that that is from our good friend, the Blade Block Runner in the chat room. Okay. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Doghouse, give us your top five. All right, because we just covered it, and I'm going to drop Van Halen 3 off and put my honorable mention in his place. Starting with number five, I guess it's not really terrible, but it's one that I've heard so many good things about, and I just totally don't get it. It's just crap to me. Zodiac, Mind Warp, and the Love Reaction, Tattooed, Beat Messiah. Wow. I don't even know that one. You don't even know that? No. It's 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 like an English version of Steel Panther almost, where the songs are jokey and stupid, but it's it's not done as a parody. You know, <laughs> we know Steel Panther's a joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. These guys I think were semi serious, but they were they were playing it like it was serious. Yeah, well I actually have the poster for that. You don't have the actual CD. Do you? I don't have the I don't have the CD, but I do have the actual promotional poster for it. Oh, cool. That, that's, that's you have pretty much the band right there because it was all image. Right. 
it had all that 1988 reverb on drums and vocals and let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. What was the name of the album? Tattooed Beat Messiah. Oh, they don't even have that on Spotify. (laughs) All right, go ahead. What's the next one? Number four, Black Label Society Shot to Hell. Wow. That is a not good Black Label album. I I definitely will agree with that. It's five in this river. Zach sounded like a weepy drunk. (laughs) The rockers aren't good. I mean, it's like two lines of vocal, I mean, two, two lines of verse, then just repeat the title four times, another verse with two more lines, and then just repeat the verse, and then if all else fails, go, oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, if I remember right, there was exactly one song that I liked on that album, uh, Black Mass Andre Reverend. Trouble. Oh, that's one of the ones I was just, I was just describing. Yeah, I know. I, I I love the riff on that. I, th- that one just has that cool riff. Yeah, it's a cool riff, but you know. Here, I got it right here. No, don't take that record at all. I just like that riff in that song, to be honest. That's it. Yeah, that's not a good... I'll agree with you. That's by far Black Label's worst album. Yeah, it's one of those ones where you, I bought it and I put it in. And, you know, came in the mail and I, I, I listened to it and I got that sinking feeling in my stomach. You know what, though? That was at the end... Was that not at the end of the run where he was trying to do both Black Label and fucking Ozzy at the same time? Yeah, I think it was. And he was just churning out fucking records. He saved all his good riffs for Ozzy. Yeah, well, he did. Well, he did Mafia right before it, and then he did an Ozzy record in between it. So he just was just churning out shit. Yeah, yeah, he was. And it was kind of the toward the end of his drinking, I guess. Yeah, because he did come back strong. I think the one after that is is, um, Order Order of the Black. Black. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. He should have gone straight from Blessed Hell Ride to that album. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I went to see that tour, that Shot to Hell. Was it good or no? I, I went. I, I stayed probably about 30, 30 to 40 minutes, and I left. Because <laughs> I, I, wow. I was bored. It, it just seemed like every song sounded the same. Right. It was just that, you know, and then that squealing guitar, and then, you know, and every song. Every song sounded the same. I was bored. Okay. And the lyrics are just gibberish on that record. I mean, even, even more than Zach's usual lyrics. <laughs> yeah. He... Well, come on. Zach is the guy who came up with the line, 
all this struggle, all this work, and then you die like some moronic jerk. Yeah, he's not exactly um he's not exactly um poetic no, now, is not, he? He's not exactly eloquent with his uh with his lyrics. He's not Harry Chapin. Right. <laughs> but then again, who is? That's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on, number three, Opeth Heritage. Very good call there. Very awful album. <laughs> and it took me forever to get into Opeth to begin with. And then I think probably Heritage was probably the the first album I actually bought while it was still current. Okay. You know, I mean, most of the others I discovered kind of after the fact. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a I had a buddy back around the time of Damnation and Deliverance who was really into them, and she she burned me a couple of those CDs, and I you know listened to them once, and I would come back to them every so often, and then it took me years to get into them, and then Heritage came out, and ugh, it's like elevator music. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. For oh, for me with the, I'm not a big fan of Neely. I'm I'm quite sure you're not a fan at all. I can't uh, tell you that I've ever heard an Opeth tune. Uh, the album that was good was Ghost Reveries. That album fucking yes. destroys yeah. everything. But, yeah, that was great. but you would hate Opeth, Neely. I'll tell you that now. It's fucking really thick guitars, and every song is ten, eleven minutes long. <laughs> okay, you know they they're, have, they're and they have death. And they have death vocals mixed yeah. with really these wispy, melancholy, clean singing. Yeah, they're they. But I, I've always thought, honestly, I've always thought that they were overrated. Anyway, you yeah. know, they're. I, I get that people dig them, but I've always thought that they were overrated. But yeah, Heritage was shit. That's a, it, I don't think they put out anything even since, have they? I. I don't think so. I think they, 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 even they realized it was shit, and they're going back to the drawing board to figure out how to do it well, right. Well, they say the next, well, remember when it came out, uh, the, the singer said he was, he'd been bored with death metal since the 90s, so that yeah. must be why he made four or five more death metal albums. Yeah, exactly. I hate death metal, but I make money with it, so I'll do it for a while. And then when I'm gonna, when I'm going to make my big... You know, he's into all this obscure 70s prog rock, which is even worse than the prog, 70s prog rock that we all know. Right. So he says, well, yeah, really, I was, I've was i been wanting to do this for 15 years or whatever. Right. And then he, then he didn't want to do any of, his, any of the death metal songs. He didn't want to do any of the growling vocals anymore. So all, all the songs, all the shows were like all their, their, you know, their worst songs. Yeah. No. Heritage is terrible. So. Yeah. Agreed right, on that one. Two. I agree yeah, okay. on that one. All right, number two then. It's not really, I guess it's kind of borderline metal, but it's a double CD, so I'm going to say it counts because you double your displeasure. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. Oof, yeah. I, I don't like that. You like that at all, Neely? I've never been a Smashing Pumpkins fan at all. And... Even in their heyday, I wasn't a big fan. Well, that is their heyday. That's 1979 and um, Bullet with Butterfly Bullet Wings. Butterfly you know, all the big hits were on that one. Or most liked, of the big hits were on that one. But I bought it because I like Bullet with Butterfly Wings. And then there's that song and a, a handful of others that are decent. And then 26 songs of shit. 
Yeah, not a, not definitely not good. I personally can't stand Billy Corgan's voice. Uh, see, I, I was, that's where I, that's where I was gonna go. All we are is rats in a cage. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't and, take him. And he has he has that Axl Rose love of the piano. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because all the subsequent albums after that are all that moody, weird fucking shit. Well, they had the one of them they had to do because they fired their drummer and they didn't they couldn't find a new one, so they used the drum machine and it was all techno and weird and shit. Right. And Dave Holland wasn't available. <laughs> right. That too. Yeah. And number one, Megadeth Risk. Definitely legitimately awful. Worst ever? Hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, all the other lists have had good ones, but I'm just sticking with albums that I actually own or owned at some point. Okay. I mean, you know, shit like Saint Anger is terrible, and Jamming with Friends is bad. But I, I knew they were bad, so I never actually bought them or you know okay. sold them or whatever. No, that's fair. Did you buy World Needs a Hero? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, I was going to say, that's always my argument back to people, and, and people argue with me all the time on this, is that I always thought World Needs a Hero was way worse, just because they literally just... Tr risk, at least, was what it was advertised to be. They took a risk. But World Needs a Hero was like, well, we need to be Megadeth again, so we're going to try to sound like Megadeth again. And they failed horribly. They they just sounded like shit, and then they started and just cheese dick moves. Return to hanger, just yeah yeah. I, I do awful. remember that song. Yeah, I mean, just just bad. But yeah, I, I agree. Risk is pretty goddamn awful. Other than Prince of Darkness, I don't even remember that song. I I, I don't think I ever listened to the whole second half of the CD. I just kind of skimmed it and said, "Oh, this sucks, and this sucks, and this sucks." And I just listened to the couple songs that I thought were okay. Well, you must really not have gotten far because Prince of Darkness is the second track. <laughs> oh, it's the second track? Well, it didn't leave an impression, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Risk, what do you think, Neil? Are you Risk, yes, no? No, I. you know what? I remember when that came out because this is when, you know, Matt had invited me to stop up to the metal show about once a month. Yeah, okay. And And when that came out, when the week that that came out, actually, that was my first visit to the metal show at the MMS studio. Okay. And uh, you guys were kind of doing what we were doing now as we were going through and playing snippets of it and things. Yeah. And then people were calling in, uh, making recommendations as to what the title of the album should have been. Right. Okay. And, and it was like Beer Coaster, you know, <laughs> Frisbee. Right. Yeah, you know, stuff like that, because it was... No, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that at all. Yeah, it's really... I mean, there's some really awful stuff on there. Wanderlust, I'll Be There. Oof. Remember the, the big the big epic time, the beginning and the end? <laughs> but I did see that tour, what about, though. What was about the Redline? Good? That was pretty terrible. Well, the tour that tour was when they came to the Akron Civic Theater and new american shame opened up for okay yeah along with static x and the only reason i went was because i i was doing a lot of promotion for that new american shame because i really love that record right oh hell yes and uh that's when i took uh rock and randy with me yeah and that's always a mistake i mean always great but you know we hung out with the new american shame guys and we didn't even watch the megadeth show nice 
Doghouse, to your point, you're right. Breadline is on there, and it is abysmal. Yeah, I ugh. don't got no car, don't got no job, don't. What is, what is this? Yeah, is and it's awful hard to hear millionaires sing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but you know, Dave is a tortured genius and all that shit. Whatever, sure he is. He, 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 it was it was his Bruce Springsteen song, right? <laughs> all right, that is my list. All right, Doghouse. Well, that's right up there with the best. All right. Fuck you, pal. <laughs> job. All right. Demon in the chat room. My most unlistenable is anything from ashes to ashes. <laughs> yeah, she hates that. I, I guess it's still in pretty heavy rotation on the CMS radio network. Good. I like that album. Or what? those albums. Yeah, I think there's like three or four of them on there, isn't there? I think more like eight. <laughs> just for you demon right <laughs> all right we got more uh no that's that's all who wrote in is that all of them that's yep. all right well what's yours what's your five well i was uh thinking about uh actually was i was just trying to compile a few that uh didn't get named okay um i thought uh vince neal carved in stone yeah <laughs> Although that did have the crawl on it, which I did like, but yeah, there's there's the, 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 that whole thing where he was he him and Tommy Lee competing to be the fucking hip hop champions, right? Yeah, with that, what was that song called? The <laughs> I gotta look that one up because that is so bad. Car, it's that one. That one? That one, yeah. Yeah, that's called uh, Breaking in the Gun. Yeah, that is really poor. <laughs> Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Oh, nobody there. So that that's one of them. Okay. Uh, you know, without trying to repeat ourselves, you know, obviously that Doc and Shadow Life is still at the top of the list. Sure. Not so good. No. Uh, you know, I got to go with, Got to go with some of the Metallica releases, St. Anger. Yeah, St. Anger's bad. Lulu. Right. Awful. Couldn't listen to those. Um, We'll see who here if I can run down a few here. Yeah, that's I'm looking right now, and I'm trying to think of somebody we have not covered. How about, I, I know one by, uh you know, since we're in the Motley Crue thing. Oh, I got one before we get there. Go ahead. Uh, L.A. Guns. The L.A. Guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that one. Oof, I can't listen to that one. But go ahead. This is what I've become. This is what I've, this is what I've become. Yeah, let me, let me pull that up and we'll play Pull that it. up. That's a, that's a jewel there. Yeah, that's, that's one of my hate, hated ones. Hey, Alan Kill, what caller? You're on the air. Hey, Alan Kill, boys. It's 
Motorhead. What's up, Motorhead? Well, I, I've only got three. Okay, give us your three. Uh, and Justice for All by Metallica. Oh, really? Insane. Come on. Yeah, I know everybody that, else that's likes un, it. But, that's unlistenable. It is. You you put that on that and you go and you just absolutely go turn that off. I can't take it. Absolutely, really. That was the first CD I ever bought. Everything else was vinyl and cassettes up till then, and I I threw it in. I was just pumped, and yeah, it was a big disappointment to me. Wow, that's wow. A, that's interesting. And uh, Crazy Nights by Kiss. All right, now I agree with that. That album sucks a fat dick. Yeah, that has one no. good song on it. I'd fight hell to hold you. The rest of it is just shit. And I'm a huge Kiss fan, so it's it's hard for me to say. And they got two in my list out of three. Uh, Psycho Circus blows donkey uh, balls, as Tom would say. I'm I'm with you on that one too. I hate that album. You know, I, so, I, so I just, Kiss is two of your three worst. Yes, and they're also my favorite band. Kiss, Motorhead, you know, it goes in that direction, right? Iron Maiden. I would argue that Kiss has like five or six fucking abysmal records. Well, they probably to Because Dynasty guys, was a, fucking shit, too. See, loved it. You love Dynasty? Yeah, I like the disco album, Kissco, man. Kissco. <laughs> Dynasty is terrible. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made. Played at my first wedding. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, that's unlistenable. Come on, dude. I, you know, I like it. I, I like I like Unmasked too, which is wonderful. Oh, you, you, like. you like Kiss Dynasty, but hate Metallica and Justice for and All. Justice for All, absolutely. <laughs> because I don't know. I know. Obviously, Kiss trade there when they went to the Kissco, but Metallica was was like that little band that everybody liked, you know, all us little metalheads in the corner. Oh, this is our little band. And then Justice for All came out and everybody liked them. Oh, so that was the whole popularity thing that they they no longer were like a, like an underground band. Now they got mainstream. Kind of. I hate to say it. I, but like, that's how it was. It was like, they were, Oh, this is cool. There's hardly any pictures. There's no music videos. There's, no. Well, they didn't I have music videos heard. before that. What? I think one was their first One music was their first music video. Exactly. Off of Injustice for All. Oh, man. Well, you're just judging it because it was popular then. All right. Well, I, I want to go back to Kiss for a minute because All right. one of the ones that I, and I like the non-makeup era more than the makeup era, and I know that makes me the anti-Kiss Christ, but, you know, Hot in the Shade, while it has some decent tunes on it, that album, just the lyrical content is fucking abysmal. And then they just ripped off everything everywhere. Rise to it was a blatant ripoff of Cinderella. 
Hide Your Heart was a fucking ace tune on an ace album. And they did it anyway. You know, it's like, come on. Hot in the Shade was was awful, too. Some, some bitch did it, too, right? Huh? Hide Your Heart. I think some so, yeah. Some did but, it as but, well. But it Ace did it. Ace did it like six months before Hot in the Shade came out on Trouble Walking. True enough. But, and they did but it all. Don't and, forget, and, Ace the guitar god. Fuck there. Bring on Ace. <laughs> but you remember this from Rise to it, right? The total ripoff intro. Let me play it real quick. I can't hear it. Well, it was a total, total ripoff of fucking Cinder. What was the song bad, by Cinderella? Bad, bad seamstress blues falling apart at the seams. Right. It was just a. T- it was so blatantly stolen. Well, didn't Dean have something to do with Cinderella for a while? Who? Simmons. Didn't he have something? No, to do no with that was Bon Jovi. Right. Bon Jovi's right. the one who discovered Cinderella. That's right. Another I don't know, fan. man. I think your musical taste stinks. Paul, this is good because we kind of like the same shit, Chris. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> okay, hey, I'll kill. Fuck you, pal. And job. <laughs> Sounds like those two are sharing the same sickness. Yeah, it's, it really does. Mm. All right, let's play a little of this uh, L.A. Guns from American Hardcore. All right. Kill caller, you on the air? Hey, what's up? What's up? It's Kurgan. Oh, Kurgan. All right, I yeah. didn't recognize your voice right away. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I got a list. I, I never sent it in, but it, it meant having to listen to the albums a second time, and <laughs> these were albums that I had that were so bad I could never ever play them again. Okay, right. well that's the whole idea. These are albums that are just unlistenable. Well, you already said Shadow Life, so I'll cross that off. I'll give you George Lynch's Sacred Grove. Oh, come on. That isn't that bad. I don't like I that I can't either. stand that. You can't, can't, stay, can't sa- sacred, sacred Groove, huh? <laughs> I hate Sacred Groove. Really? <laughs> I hate it. See, I, I don't I don't think it's all that bad. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> all it's, right. It's, 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 you know, that's the one thing I put in a box and never played again. Okay. Um, Megadeth, Euthanasia. Euthanasia? Are you? I can't stand that. Really? I, I'm, I, I, I shit you not. I can't stand that. Wow. Went in a box. Never played it again. Wow. And these are bands I like. Uh, Tesla, Bust a Nut. What? Yeah. Wow. And I may have games people play, but that was the only good one. Blue Oyster Cult, Club Ninja. Now that and one, I'll, I'll definitely side with you on. That's really that was horrible. Scary. That never should have been made. Yep. And they get that crappy video. <laughs> but uh, 
And then my my fifth one, which had never been made, never been an album, that was that. It was free download, so I grabbed it. It was that Jada Pinkett, Wicked Wisdom, Wicked Wisdom crap. <laughs> which never should have been made, but it was free, so I downloaded it. And once again, it never got anywhere. Never played them ever again. Never want to. Yeah. You didn't like Wicked Wisdom? <laughs> Come on, I thought, I thought they represented black women in metal. Oh yeah, so that other black chick that that <laughs> did that interview that one day, that one that pissed me off. I told you about it. Already. I just wish the microphones were on. Oh, you would have me in a rare rant. <laughs> I don't know about your list, Kurgan. Uh, man, oh man, euthanasia. I can't stand that. There, there's, there is a large segment of people out there that would say that that was the last great Megadeth album. They can hate me for it. I can't stand it. Hmm. Ow. That's interesting. That is interesting with that one. No, I, let me do this right. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. <laughs> right. All right. So hold on, Kurgan. Do you own Risk? No. Okay. What What do you own after after Euthanasia? I mean, World Cryptic Needs a Writings, Hero or Cryptic Writings, Endgame. I was Cryptic Writings is good. Cryptic Writings. Let's I go like with... Cryptic Writings a lot. You like Cryptic Writings, but not Euthanasia. Yeah. Wow. I think the first. I mean, Trust and Almost Almost Honest. I love those two songs. They kind of you know get me going. So I like. I, it's an album I can play again. All right. <laughs> I don't know about if I could never play it again. It went on my list. And you I can't mean, there are things in like, Asia. Yeah, that that yep. one's surprising. That surprises the hell out of me, man. There's so many good songs on that. Train of Consequences was on that, I think. And I played it once. <laughs> so you don't like Train of Consequences, the song? Tell you what, I didn't play it so long, I don't remember the song. Oh, uh, here I'll I tell hate you the the so much. Reckoning Day. That's a good song. I'm looking at some iTunes when I put on iTunes, but. Reckoning Day, Train of Consequences, um, Addicted to Chaos, A Two Le Mans. I'll give you that's a fucking garbage song. Elysian Fields was good. The Killing Road, Blood of Heroes, Family Tree, Euthanasia, I Thought I Knew It All, Black Curtains. Dude, you need to give this one another listen. I couldn't do it. Maybe, maybe I'm drunk enough one day, but not tonight. <laughs> I have to be drunk to listen to that. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. There are other ones on the list. I mean, whoever said uh, Van Halen 3, that was a good pick, and that was a piece of crap. Yeah. So you put Van Halen 3 in the same category as Euthanasia? Yes. I can't stand that out, man. I tell you, it was so bad, I threw it out. I threw it in the box. It's still in that box. I'll take it. <laughs> it's on my iTunes, so I got iTunes, but that was it. I, I might have to come and visit that iTunes. box. I was like, that's a pretty good box. Jeez. And you tell me you like Bustin' Up by Tesla? Yeah. Yes. No. No. The first three were great. I'm looking uh, at nothing after that. Well, come on. I'm serious. Nothing after that? Nothing after that. Nothing. All right, I'm looking at Bustin' Nut now. I, I couldn't put my finger on which one that was. This is my favorite Tesla album. Is it really? Absolutely. Mama's oh, Fool and Action Talks and um, and uh, um, You're Invited and uh, yeah, 
this is definitely shine away i love this album and you didn't like it you didn't like their comeback release into the now i don't have it so it couldn't go on my list oh okay um plus was the last one i bought i've heard a couple songs up into the now but you know, for Tesla, mechanical resonance and radio controversy are their two best, I think. And then well, I agree with Tesla's that. But kinda had a couple good tracks on it. Dude, Tesla um, has a lot of good songs after that. Yeah, I'm a huge BOC fan, but Club Ninja just stunk. Yeah, that yeah. that was and barely. Thing, wasn't that like a solo record that they just fucking slapped the name on or something? Well, it had Buck and Eric Bloom on it. And it's, that's well, just because BOC they played right on it doesn't mean they wrote it. I, I think I, I, one of those, I think Buck Dharma wrote it, and then it just, he couldn't get, like, a solo deal, so they brought it and did it as a BOC album. So they're just being lazy? Yeah, well, it's BOC. That's kind of their way. Yeah. They're not exactly ambitious. No, all this stuff kind of sounds the same after a while. Yeah. Well, dude, I my personal taste is that you're dead wrong on half your picks. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. What about Psychotic Supper? Did you like that? I do. That's a good one. I mean, that you know, Edison's Medicine and uh, God, what's that one after? Uh, Don't do rock me. Personnel. Freedom. Don't do rock me. Freedom slaves. It's got uh, Edison's Medicine. What's Song and emotion. Uh, Song and emotion. Absolutely, Freedom Slaves had enough. That's a great album. I don't what think you give? I mean, it's that's a good album. I I literally put that one and Bust a Nut on the exact same level. Do you really? I and really I do. And that was their first album as a four-piece. It just sounded different to me, too. Yeah, well, maybe that's it. I don't know. I love it. I love busting Nut. All right, Kurgan. You're allowed to be All wrong. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good night. And job, Alan Kill. Thanks for having me on. See you, Kurgan. Jesus, Busta Nut and Euthanasia. I know, wow. Would you have ever, when we started talking about this, thought that those two records no. could ever be mentioned? No. Fuck me, man. Are you kidding? I mean, here's here's one that definitely, uh, definitely I hate. All right. Pretty poor. I'm gonna play this one real quick for Kurgan. Maybe real quick. wicked wisdom right <laughs> so good that's good stuff it is 
It's just awesome. Look at Nathan in Kentucky. Next caller is going to say Master of Puppets in Heaven and Hell. Right. <laughs> worst, worst I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ooh, wow. That is so funny with euthanasia to me. I Dude, that, that's one of my favorites. I know that's when they started getting a little less metal was with euthanasia, but oh, still a damn good record. That's a good fucking song. I know. Kurgan's crazy a little bit. (laughs) So those are a couple of mine. I'm trying to think if there's any big name stuff. I'm I'm literally looking through my, my cloud as we go. And I'm, I don't know, man, there's really, there's really not a whole bunch of them. I mean, the only, the only thing that jumps out at me big time is like anything after, um, whatever that super beast album was called by Rob, by Rob zombie. Oh, right. You know, Rob zombie, you know, he split up white zombie, which I loved formed the Rob zombie band, which considering that it's, it sounds almost the same. Mm -hmm. The songwriting just went to shit. Right. You know, like what was that one called? Urgent sinister urge. And, um, some about horses, right? (laughs) What the fuck happened to you? Well, another one that that could make my list. I mean, it isn't. It isn't. If I had to listen to it, I could. But would I listen to it voluntarily? I wouldn't. Is um, Ozzy Osbourne's "Black Rain"? Yeah, that's that's kind of tough. That's just man. When I listened to that, I was just like, it's so repetitive. All right, "Black Rain" or "Scream," though. No, the album. No, the 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 album scream. Oh, the album scream. Yeah. Well, that's a bad album too. Mm-hmm. You know, Ozzy's another one. Ozzy really doesn't have a whole lot of good shit. I mean, he he what when he does do really good stuff, it's it's fucking amazingly good. But he really doesn't have a bunch of amazing stuff. No, like Bark at the Moon. Eh, very weak album. Yeah, it has a couple moments, but not 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 st- super. Yeah. Black Rain, I'll just go right through the ones I I own, which is twenty one of them, so it's probably all of them. Black Rain, yeah, that's not good at all. With although I did like, I don't want to stop. I know I was the only person on the planet that did, but um, Blizzard obviously is Blizzard. Uh, Diary of Madman, brilliant. Agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Down to Earth. Mm. Uh, that's that's I I I lumped that in with Black Rain. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, not very yeah, good either. It's not good at all. 
Um, let's see here. Live and loud. I don't want to do live albums. No more tears. Brilliant. Hail and kill caller. You're on the air. No, no, no. The album is down to earth. Down to earth is the worst. Yes, yeah, the beginning of Teddy Bear. Yeah, but gotta do is hear that first single. The kind of person you think I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like yeah, I don't like Down to Earth. Although Down to Earth does have the last great Ozzy song on it, which was Facing Hell. Okay, fair enough. That's a good song, but the rest of the whole the whole rest of the album is shit. I'm a junkie. Ugh. Yeah, I'm just dream. Uh, Garbage. Yeah. I don't even like Osmosis that much. Mm. See, Osmosis is another one. I I hate that album. I heard first time I heard Perry Mason, I thought, "What the hell is wrong with that drum sound?" <laughs> and I guess I I guess we're supposed to love it because Geezer Butler plays bass on it. But I thought that that bass riff on Suck Two. Yeah, did your and I never like. I never liked to see you on the other side either. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I'm with you on that. Uh, to me, you should have just crew when they when they going to retire after you know Vince Neil quit or whatever. They were going to change the name or whatever, and they didn't. Ozzy should have retired after No More Tears, like you said he was going to. Yep, I agree. Yeah, he really hasn't put out a good album since No More Tears. He hasn't. No. And No More Tears was, I guess you could say that was really the beginning of Teddy Bear Ozzy because, I mean, the title and everything. And he's yep. getting all intros- introspective. But it, that that should have been the end. Yeah. Although I do like that album. Which one? Uh, no More Tears. I love No More Tears. Yeah, that's a good album. That's, that's before. That if, that's he, before if, that, his... if that was the end, he would have gone out on a high note. But that was before Zach started becoming repetitive. Yep. Well, yes. <laughs> that is all. All right. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Fuck you, pal. <laughs> all right. So what were you saying, Chris? I was saying this. <laughs> That album sucks. Um, Down to Earth sucks. Osmosis sucks. Do you like? No, let's go with Osmosis. Do you like that one or no? I saw the tour. I went to that tour. I saw it at the Gund Arena. Right, had three hits. Corn, Corn opened up for them. I was at that show with Deftones. Yeah, Deftones opened. Ugh. Best. I'll tell you the best thing ever though with that tour. So a fan got loose. We were sitting on the very side of the stage. Okay. On Zach's side of the stage. Right. But literally all the way to the side. We had really shitty seats. And a fan got loose down in the pit. Remember that was like a raised stage? Do you remember how that stage was? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, some fan got loose and there was like a ladder thing that that they could climb up to get onto the stage. Mm Mm-hmm. This fan came climbing up, and a fucking roadie put a boot right to his face as his head got mm-hmm. even to the nice. stage and booted him off the fucking stage. Yeah. Boop! Hunted him like a football. He 
fucking belted him, and the guy went falling. I don't know how the guy didn't die. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, Osmosis had three fucking hits. Perry Mason, I just want you and see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. None of those three are good to me. You liked any of those three? I, I didn't mind see you on the other side. Yeah, Wasn't that. a Perry Mason fan. Yeah. And I just want you. I thought it was hard. Yeah, I did care for that one. But it had two. I thought it had two very good songs on it. None of those three. But I like the song Thunder Underground. And I love the song My Jekyll Doesn't Hide. Which is a cheesy lyrical song, too. But it's got a cool riff to it. Sure. You know that song? Mm-hmm. You know, here. I got it right here. If it'll ever. the riff yeah it's 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 dark and heavy it's kind of like the early what zach became black label with right exactly and and i I think that's zach playing on that song Mm -hmm. isn't it yeah i think you know but that was like wasn't that whole album it was like a mishmash of all kinds of players and writers and joe holmes played on some and zach played on some right yeah just man just not really really good but yeah, Ozzy's, I, I just don't think Ozzy's had that great of a career, really. Not a solo career. I mean, obviously he's made a gazillion trillion dollars, but he's sold a lot of shit to people, that's for sure. Anyway, do you, do you have any more? No, any? I think that's it. Yeah, I'm trying to, th- I'm, I'm looking real quick, trying to think if there's anything out there that I really just don't like. See, that's where I'm the worst at this because I like everything. Mm-hmm. I, and the the only, and this one will probably get me punched, but the only thing that's coming directly to mind for me is one that features a band and a guy that got together, and they're two of my favorites, and they got together and just made an absolutely fucking wretched record. It's not really classic metal, but it's that Queen with Paul Rogers record. Oh, yeah, I was I didn't dig that. That ball, something ballroom or the... Yeah. Light something ball, whatever it was, the mirror ball or something like that. You find it here, Queen Elemental P. Where's Q? Queen with Paul Rogers, not Return of the Champions, although that's not really very good either. Um, God, I don't even own it. All I have is live stuff, right? <laughs> I don't even own it. Well, I got here's here's another one that you know, even though I like the guy in the band. The Cosmos Rocks. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Um, I didn't dig. Uh, I didn't dig Seven Witches Amped. No, I didn't like that. Either. I didn't like that at all. And, and, and that was and probably more surprising for me than you because you weren't really as big of a Hades fan as I was. No, but I was definitely a fan of Hades and Alan mm-hmm. as a singer, Alan Tessio. Right. And yeah, that album just blows. Just didn't hear.
yeah, that's really not good. And just didn't didn't resonate with me at all. No, not good at all. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much. And I, I know, and I know you said you liked it, but I'm not a fan of the new one either. Of what the new Seven Witches? Yeah, I like the riffs. What on is that. it called? Call upon the wicked. Yeah, this just I just didn't resonate with me either. Yeah, well. It's weird too that the Jack. It seems like he doesn't even promote him anymore. No, <laughs> you know. But I, I listened to that uh, new one because I was excited about the new one, and then it was just like, mm, it just doesn't grab me. Yeah, I mean, there, there's others that are out there. What was the mo- the metal church one that we both didn't like? Oh yeah, that uh, that weight of the world. Weight of the world was. Huh. And you didn't like this present darkness. No, much. didn't didn't care for that one either. Yeah, I mean that because it it just it just was blah, you know. Right. It just it just didn't have any punch, didn't have any energy to it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we, I mean I guess there's bunches of them, but I but I certainly wouldn't put any of those in in the worst no unlistenable category. I agree with that. Uh, the, would you put the the Hades one or the the uh, Seven Witches one in uh, there? I, it's one I went and listened to. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I would never go to that catalog and say, oh, "I think I'll listen to this one today." Right? It's like, mm, no. That would be one that you'd have to be listening to music on shuffle, and sure. it would just have to pop up, and you'd be like, eh, "All right, that's good." I know, I know a band that I would put in that fucking unlistenable category. Remember that band, Hydrogen? Oh yeah, Oof. that is fucking wretchedly poor. Mm. You know. Just not very good. Yeah, I'm looking through my list. I don't really see anything else that we haven't covered that I really just would put put in there. Um, maybe Jakey Lee's Fine Pink Mist. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard that. Here, I'll play the song off of this. Skip forward out of this shit. Remember this album? No. It was not good. Well, here's one I would never play. All right, go ahead. He was a modern day cowboy, a man out of time. Sing a love song everybody knows Now he's still breaking rules Ignoring the signs That's the way it is, that's the way it goes Yeah, that's what, Jeff Keith? Yeah, Jeff Keith solo. 
That's fucking trash. No, nope, I'm not doing that one. Here's an interesting one, and I know I hate this album, and this is somebody that I actually like, and this might be in my list. Not top five worst, but probably in the top ten. Janie Lane, back down to one. Yeah, that's a good. That is a fucking putrid record. <laughs> no wonder he drank. <laughs> Ooh, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think we've covered them all. I think so, too. I don't think there's anything left. I'm, I mean, I'm going up and down through my list of bands trying to think of, you know, of name bands that has anything that I just can't listen to. And there's really not a lot of them for me. Liberty and Justice. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Justin, who I know listens. Right. <laughs> All right. How about this one, though? What about the Lou Graham band? See, I couldn't tell you what was on that. Oh. <laughs> This is after his head got puddinged up a little bit. Sure. And it's like his voice is just, he can do the low parts and he sounds like Lou Graham, but when he goes for the high notes, he's hes now Growler. Right. So he's like, ah! Right. <laughs> it's like not a very good album at all. Yeah. Well, speaking of not very good albums, how about this? I wouldn't put that as the worst, but it's really not good. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ugh, Halford, and he's usually consistent. That's what's crazy about him is he's usually so much more consistent than than to do something like that. Right. You know, I know, you know what? I have an album. I don't own it. If I owned it, I think it would be in our list. It would be a legitimate contender for the bottom of the barrel. Just from what we've heard. Chris Holmes. Oh, yeah. We got to get our hands on that album. Because mm. don't you think, just from what we've heard, that legitimately has a chance to be on this list. Sure. That just sounds 
awfully, awfully bad. Yeah, just just what we saw. <laughs> we haven't hardly heard any of it. Yuck. Let me look on YouTube, see if I can't find that video real quick. We could play something from the video. Let's see. Chris Holmes. I don't know. The problem is he doesn't. Oh, here it is. Wasp, Chris Holmes finally sings. Yeah, and that's that horrible video. Yeah, with the green screen. <laughs> the bad green screen and that ugly chick. Right. Of course it won't play now that we're doing it on the fucking show. How about, uh, would you would you put uh, GNR, Chinese Democracy, in there? No. No. It's not a good album, but it's not. Unlistenable. Unlistenable? Man, that's a big statement. I mean, there's some decent moments on that album. Here's Holmes. We have to get this. All, all I can think of is Marshall Tucker Band. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like a Marshall Tucker Band song. We have to get this album immediately, don't we? Uh, you know what? Let me look if it's on Spotify. I didn't even think of that. Chris Holmes. Artist Chris Holmes. Oh, please. No. Damn it. <laughs> Some fucking other Chris Holmes. Some black dude. Damn it. I, you know what? I'm going to get that album this week. We really need to have this. Don't you think? I'd be interested. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Yeah. Dumbass. Dumbass. My old man told me, don't trust that witch. Yeah. Just watching him sing it is even more horrendous. It's disturbing. That, that fucking weird mouth. Yeah, I know. Whoa. <laughs> Just disturbing. All right. Well, this is disturbing my sleep. Let's get the fuck out of here. I agree with that. Time to go. All right. Well, we want to thank our guest tonight. Uh, what's his name from Propane? Uh, Gary Meskill. And uh, they got a new CD out. You know, they do. It was called something, uh, Final Revolution. And then uh, the return of Varga. That's right. Varga, they have a new uh, EP called Enter the Metal. It is out there now. And um, go get it. Okay. All right. Well, as always, I want to thank everybody who's tuned in and participated in the show. Should I fade out again? 
Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. A little bit. So who's coming up next week? This is gone. All right. Who's coming in next week? Uh, next week. No, I'm here. Hold on. This internet's a real bitch, isn't it? Apparently, yes. So who's coming in next week? Uh, the Adrenaline Mob, Mike Orlando. Okay. Uh, he'll be on to promote their new album, Men of Honor. And um, there's somebody else, and I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know Adrenaline. Oh, um, Andy Darris from Halloween. Okay. One of your favorite. Yep. He's uh, He's got a solo, uh, solo record called Andy Darris and the Bad Bankers. Something like ten cent, ten cent haircuts for billionaire lawyers or some shit like that. <laughs> That's bizarre. It's it's like a, it's a it's a total Illuminati record. But um, Andy Darris, you know I'm a Halloween guy, so we'll have Andy on, and we will have Mike Orlando from uh, the Adrenaline Mob on. All right, sounds good. There we go. All right, man. Well, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna leave you with uh, something that uh, Kurgan says he doesn't have this record, so I'm gonna leave you with uh, some Tesla. All right. From there into the now release. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to leave you with what a shame. What a shame the classic metal show is over. Yeah, what a shame it is. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. So this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Egan. We'll see you. Bye, kids. Hey, it's Chris Aiken from the classic metal show. Most people know me as the foul mouth shock jock from the classic metal show or the no-nonsense heavy metal critic from pitriff.com. Now you get to learn the other side. My first book, Little Victories, A Tale of Divorce, Debauchery, and Finding Happiness, comes out on January 13th in paperback and digital formats on Amazon and iTunes. It details my real-world emotional struggles over a year that included a divorce after a quarter century of marriage and the death of my father. It profiles things I did right, as well as a bevy of things that I did wrong with the help of alcohol, and how I found my way out of the muck of the emotional state that almost saw me commit suicide. Pre-order your copy of Little Victories, A Tale of Divorce, Debauchery, and Finding Happiness today at www.chrisakenbooks.com and get in touch with the more fallible side of me, Chris Aiken. Sounds happy, huh?